It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You're listening to a bonus episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim, where we're talking in the heights, along with special interviews with the cast and director, John M. Chu. Oh, I cannot wait to talk about this one, Lee. Let's get into it. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies, and this film is the reason why we do this podcast, Ooh, I reckon. Yep. Let's get into it. So, In the Heights is the big screen adaptation of Lin-Manuel Miranda's hit Broadway show. Set in the colourful community of Washington Heights, it follows likeable bodega owner Uznavi as he and his community save every penny from their daily grind while they hope and sing about chasing their dreams. This movie is directed by John M. Chu, the incredibly talented director of Crazy Rich Asians. From a screenplay by Chiara Alegria Hudis, who also wrote the musical stage playbook. Now, In the Heights is based on the musical stage play and concept by the legendary Lin-Manuel Miranda. It stars Anthony Ramos, Melissa Barrera, Leslie Grace, Olga Meredes, Jimmy Smith and Lin-Manuel Miranda, among many others. Now, we invited some of the cast of In the Heights onto Popcorn Podcast, as well as director John M. Chu to talk about the movie with us, and we'll share some bits uh, from those interviews throughout the episode. Before we jump into talking about the story, Tim, let's hear from the cast directly about what In the Heights is really about at its heart. The voices you're about to hear are those of Olga Marides, who played Abuela Claudia, mm-hmm. Jimmy Smits, who played Kevin, and Gregory Diaz, who played Sonny. <laughs> In the Heights, you know, um, it's about Washington Heights and we're talking specifically about somewhere in New York where there's a lot of sense of community and unity and love and family and the movie's just a big celebration of life. But all these things are universal, you know, they're 
you don't have to be from Washington Heights to make a connection with the film, which makes it so beautiful. I completely agree. And Jimmy and Olga, Suenito is such a big theme in this film and everyone's chasing their dreams and it's mostly the dreams of youth. You know, what am I going to do with my life? How does Claudia and Kevin's dreams differ to that? Well, let's see. Claudia came to this country and she uh, she worked very, very hard, like Jimmy's character. And um, she kind of, uh, her, her dream was to just with patience and faith to make it through the day sometimes, make it through the week to, um, to be the, the heart of this community and to, um, and to inspire them that if she did it, they can do it. And that with patience and faith, you can, you know, it's like a prayer. You can, you can do it. You can, you can reach your sueñito, your dreams. And what about Kevin, Jimmy? Lee, it's the dreams that every immigrant wave has when they come to a different place that they want to try to do better that they want better for their offsprings, that they want to feel the sense of community, but at the same time, they want to be able to advance their community at the same time. So all of these things we feel are universal on so many levels, but very specific to this particular community. And we're trying to be as authentic as possible in the presentation of it. And knowing that the delivery system is this you know, the musical and joy and bring, bring you these stories of these, of the positivity of this particular community so that audience members can walk away with a little bit of joy and something that we really need right now. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, definitely. Wasn't that beautiful, Tim? They just have so much heart for this mm. film. It just means so much to them and their community. And you certainly got that out of everything that they just talked about then. I just, yeah, love them. I want to give them all a hug. I like that this movie is as much about celebrating what's around you and where you come from as it is about reaching for the stars. Did you get that from it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, very, very powerful story. The film is is so fun. It's so vivacious. Yeah isn't it? And, you know, with characters that you care about a lot, which is just so crucial, like in any film, but especially in musical, because they're inviting you into their hopes, dreams and their heart. Yeah. Yeah. In in all their songs. And I think that we can all relate to their pursuit of dreams, be it big or small, Mm. uh, unique to their circumstance and situation. But I was so invested in this film. Me too. Uh, I was so invested in the relationships. I was invested in the conflicts and hoping for a resolution between mm. characters and the joy and naivety at times as well, uh, depending on who who had the voice in, in certain moments. But I just, I just loved it. Me too. It's worth noting that some things were changed from the musical for the movie, which you have to do. You had to lose some characters. For example, Nina's mother is in the musical, but not mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah. Um, and Sonny's story, who is, was Navi's cousin, was tweaked to incorporate some more modern political issues that face immigrants today. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really necessary. But at like two hours and 20 minutes, I think it was runtime, I think they could have lost a little more to do justice to some of those characters properly and Mm. their stories. But I can understand from a creative perspective, it's really tough to kill your darlings, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty heavy statement. Kill your darlings. You never heard that before? No, Kill your I haven't. darlings. It means you've got to let go of some of the bits that you really love to make the story work. But I guess having the original creators involved in this adaptation means that those choices 
come from the right place. But that's what I mean yeah. though. It's even tougher for them to cut things out. So, you know, some characters were cut out, but then in turn they expanded other characters' stories. So yeah. maybe they could have lost a little more. Did the runtime impact your experience with this film? Like it was quite long, two hours, 23 minutes. It did feel said. a little long to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought of it in terms of when you think about a musical and how mm. long a musical is, I mean, it is that long. Yes. Yeah. Throw an intermission yeah, in there. Yeah, exactly. So it would have been, I'm trying to think of where the intermission would have worked in this. Obviously, it's a real life Broadway musical. Mm. So there is a moment in that version. I'm not sure where the interval is, but yeah. I just felt like the, you know, the, the pace of this was just always, always forever moving. And I thought you'd never wanted it to end, even though it did go on for quite a long time. I was just so mm. invested in this story and it could have gone on for much longer from my perspective. I just <laughs> loved it. I didn't want to leave Washington Heights. <laughs> yeah. It's clear that diversity is so important in this film, both mm. on and off the screen, not just in terms of the cultural diversity, but also there are older dancers in the ensemble, which I really loved you know, not just young things plucked from dance troops. It's those little details, as they say in the movie, that really makes this one what it is. Yeah, definitely. I think one one moment in this film, there are many moments, but in terms of like having uh, an authentic and diverse story being played out in front of you, there was such a strong sense of community in many ways. But, you know, the simple gathering of a family and friends mm. in the house was just something that, you know, really... Uh, stood out for me and I just loved that sort of you know the music numbers that were coming off the back of that and just that really beautiful mm -hmm. uh, gathering of friends and family in the film. And the story itself is about as authentic as you can get isn't it? Lin-Manuel mm. Miranda grew up in Washington Heights. This is very much his story mm. and although it's very of its time and of its specific place the themes are universal, as yeah. you said before. Yeah, they are. I was really blown away by the scale and scope of this production. Mm. You know, a universal story of following one's dreams. Like everyone can relate to that, yeah. like you said. But it's captured in the most grandiose of ways. Mm. And uh, this is what musicals should be like. like this yeah. that's, that's the task of a musical is to elevate a feeling yeah. uh, to new heights, dare I say. Using music. Using music. Mm. And can I can I talk about the opening? Yep. So the kinetic opening. Yeah. Like all, all the sounds of the street and yeah. the actions, you know, the, the sounds of the locks, the sliding of the cloth, you know, the water hose. And you saw the streets of Washington Heights come alive yeah, uh, right in front of you. And it was a really telling introduction into what to ultimately expect for the rest of the film. Yeah, I completely agree with you mm. there. I loved the opening. And you can see the first eight minutes over on YouTube, actually. Oh, yes, definitely check that mm. out. Well worth it. I think what makes it so special is the story behind it as well. You know, it's Lin-Manuel Miranda's first work and yeah. he fought such a long road to have it made. And that challenge in itself makes this movie so much more meaningful. It carries the weight of that struggle and ultimate achievement in it. You can, you can feel that. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And how they've woven in all these different like characters in their stories and what their dreams, what are they yearning for? Uh, and you felt every single one. And you could really tell it was a deeply personal story. And mm. Lin-Manuel Miranda on Broadway, he was the lead. Yes. You know, that was over a decade ago, I think. So mm. it's it's quite old in terms of when it was first uh, released. So he does have a bit role in this. And uh, I really liked him just showing up every now and then, yeah. you know, pushing the cart. And I yeah. just thought you could just see the the joy. The Paragua guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Great. The Paragua guy. Yeah. Oh, just on Lin-Manuel Miranda, mm. he has been described as the Shakespeare 
of our time. Mm. And I have to agree with that statement. You know, some may scoff about that, but it's not about the language he uses. It's how he uses language. It's about how he tells these authentic stories of our time. And I think he's going to be remembered for his groundbreaking work and just being at the forefront of a cultural shift in the arts. Wow. I totally agree with you. His, I just love him so much. I just love him. It's very telling with his other work. Uh, I think a small musical you may have heard called Hamilton. Um, but <laughs> do, have you heard of it? Yeah. yeah. No, but like uh, his dialogue or like his lyrics rather, yeah. they demand you to pay attention because yeah. one, they go fast, but two, they evoke so much meaning and they literally drive mm. the story in this like bullet train of trajectory. And I think In the Heights works in that space with all the, the rap and there's just so much to take out mm. of that. And I'm actually really looking forward to watching this again because naturally there are things that you miss and, mm. and certain areas, but he's just got – he's a wordsmith. The Shakespeare of our yeah. time, like you said, that I couldn't have put that better myself. Like it's just so apparent. And it's also how he folds representation in in a really mm. authentic and natural way. Yeah. Speaking of representation, let's hear from Leslie Grace, who played Nina, and Melissa Barrera, who played Vanessa, now about – what being a part of that representation means to them and what they hope audiences will take away from seeing In the Heights. Celebration, celebration of life and wherever, whoever you are, whatever you're into, who, wherever your family's from, for you to just celebrate your, your uniqueness and your uniqueness and your neighborhood and your family or chosen family. Um, this movie is about, about feeling validated in your dreams and, and how magical they are, no matter how big or small they are, and no matter where you're from or where you live or what your block is, right? Through the scope of this neighborhood. But, but it's, it's about things that we all experience as human beings and the struggle of fighting for your dreams and and representing them well. And so I hope that people just feel seen and celebrate and laugh and feel entertained and get a break from, you know, this long, crazy year that we have had. Um, Melissa, what does it mean to you to star in a film, not just of this magnitude, but of this importance for Latinx representation? I feel very blessed, very fortunate to be in this position because I, I know that this movie getting made and, and being, you know, rolled out with a red carpet like Warner Brothers is doing is an incredibly important message to send to the industry of these people's stories matter. And these kinds of faces that you see on screen are good enough to carry a story and to lead their own movie. And I feel like that is a huge statement. And I just feel lucky to be in a project that is at the, at the start of this wave, hopefully, of Latinx representation and of more stories like this, giving the chance to know, to, to shine and be made and, and for more people to tell their stories and their experiences. Hearing that, it's obviously very important for the cast to be involved in a project like this and, you know, and to be part of that voice, that universal voice to be Mm. like, hey, we have stories to tell as well and to have a platform like this big budget musical 
story is mm. just incredible and I hope everyone sees this movie basically. We haven't even touched on the production design and cinematography yet. We really yeah. have to talk about that because director of photography Alice Brooks has worked with John M. Chu for 20 years. They knew each other as film students and the shorthand and comfort goes a long way in creating some real magic here, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can tell the relationship that John M. Chu has as a director mm. and his DOP is apparent. Like just that perfect marriage, the movement of the camera matched the energy of the choreography and you can only achieve that by like a great relationship and clear communication. Yep. And I think that was just achieved to dizzy heights in this film. My goodness me. Community behind the scenes as well as in front of the scenes. Yes, yes. Love that. And the area of Washington Heights, we've said this before, but you know, this place really is a huge character in the film and it informed some of the filming choices. So they, they film in swimming pools, around buildings – and it's all part of this tapestry of authenticity that makes this film so special. Yeah. I mentioned earlier about the scale and scope of this film and I think that they certainly were challenging themselves in meeting that brief. Mm. You know, filming on the actual streets of Washington Heights uh, in New York and then taking it to all these really unique places and putting the camera in really challenging spaces. They go from, you know, really tight spaces like a beauty salon mm. to a, an outdoor pool to the streets with like an incredible, as far as the eye can see, uh, dancers right to the end of the horizon. Uh, and the camera has a job and a half to kind of capture the heart and soul. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it does a stunning job of that. And although it's rooted in real places and real people, they were able to incorporate some really beautiful stylized scenes, like mm. these magical sequences like dancing up the side of a building oh. or these fabrics like cascading over a building. Yeah. They were really special moments and I think they were used to great effect. The side of the building moment mm. was just beautiful. And I think that was almost like a, a, sh a short film in of itself. Like you could take that out and just feel whatever you wanted to feel from that music. And mm. I just, it blows my mind how creatives can pull that sort of shit off. Like, yep. and so effectively, the lighting was stunning and the movement of the camera and the choreography with the actors. I, I imagine mm. that would have been in probably the most challenging sequence in the film. Yeah. Yeah. There was something really, really magical and special about how they did it in this film. Yeah, John M. Chu has a really great creative eye for detail, doesn't he? Yes, definitely. I mean, he comes from a space of filming and directing some step-up movies mm -hmm. uh, and he's also uh, directing the upcoming Wicked movie as oh, well, which is wait to see so that. exciting. But doesn't it make you feel comfortable and okay that John M. Chu is at the helm of Wicked? Because mm. there's a lot of pressure around that project. But oh, yeah. heck, he proved his ability to capture yep. a musical film like this one. And it's not just recreating a musical on the screen either, is it? It's elevating it to an immersive experience. Mm. I really felt immersed in this world. I love that how he chooses certain shots mm. uh, in the film. He really loves shots of feet walking. Yep. And that again plays into how much he likes to move the camera around and that beautiful, that you know, there are reflection shots in the window mm. that tell a unique, sort of story where he's like looking out into the world but the world's reflecting back onto mm. him and you know, all these sorts of beautiful like visual motifs. And there's also a window shot of Usnavi near the beginning where the camera sort of shows him looking out on the world and it's 
really reflective of how trapped he's feeling yes. and how hard he's working, but how hopeful he is looking outside mm. of what he has. Yeah, yeah. And that's a deliberate choice yeah. of, of John as the director. And he does talk about that in, in the interview that we had with him. Now, talking about John, so I spoke with the director, John M. Chu, about his experience with music and what draws him to musicals as he will be directing the upcoming Wicked movie too. So let's have a listen to what he said. I think I grew up around music. I grew up going to shows every weekend. My parents would take me to San Francisco, musical season, opera season, ballet season. It was always around. I think my best friends were dancers or musicians. I played drums, saxophone, violin, piano. Not good at any of them, but they were always around. And so I just think that I, I adore musicians and dancers. I think they are the greatest artists in the world. They express themselves. And I see myself, even though I'm not one of them, I see myself in them when when they dance on the street, that's when they get the most attention. They have the microphone. And when they walk into a store, people may, or walk into a club, they may ignore them. But as soon as they get on the dance floor, everyone wants to be around them. I just think that's so empowering and beautiful. Uh, so I, I feel very lucky that I've been able to make movies that include them and that uh, I get to have fun and hang out with them. I ain't gonna say it twice, turn up the street lights. We take the flight to a couple of days in the life for what it's like in Washington Heights. How great is John M. Chu? I love him. I loved your chat with him. It was such a privilege to to talk to him, that's for sure. Yeah. I'd just like to talk about one more musical moment in this film. Mm. And it was the the song that Abuela sang on the New York subway train. Mm-hmm. And I just found that from a production design perspective and cinematography and then also from a character arc, it was probably my favorite mm. scene in the movie. She was, oh my God, she was fantastic mm. and, and everything that was happening around her was just incredible. Speaking of Olga Marides, who played Abuela Claudia, she played the same part on Broadway. Yes, did you know she that? Did, and yeah. there are others in there too from Hamilton, like Anthony Ramos. He was in Hamilton as Philip Ham- Hamilton, I believe. Yeah, so there's all those musical theatre people coming in and all those connections with Lin-Manuel Miranda that just all work together to make this film so amazing. I couldn't fault anyone in this cast. Yeah. And everyone is such a wonderful singer too. Yeah, it's refreshing, isn't it? Mm. That there's a movie musical with people who can actually sing because <laughs> there are often and the countless we could go on and on. The list mm. is forever long where the casting is just there to get a name. Yeah. And ticket sales and they can't quite hit the notes. They can't quite portray the story yeah. as they should uh, through musical form, but this one, mm. it's just everyone Everyone came to the table and had the chops to deliver. And, I mean, Leslie Grace in particular is an international Latin Grammy nominee who played Nina. The calibre of the cast is just phenomenal. It's just beautiful. Now, there was one particular line in this film Mm. and it was said by Nina and I really, really loved the character of Nina. I was really invested in her story and, and her suenito or her dream. And it was, let me listen to my block. Mm, she says that a couple of times, oh, doesn't she? Again, goddamn chills. Yeah, she said it more than once, you're right. And it was a moment for the film to kind of just take a moment as well, not only for her, mm. but also for you as the audience. And if you've been to New York, the soundscape of that city is like nothing you've ever heard. It's just a bit busy, isn't it? it? It's just a bit busy, but in this moment in her throw going, let me listen to my block, it sounded beautiful. 
Yeah. Uh, and she connected so deeply with that and you joined her with that connection. Yeah, it really brought out the beauty of Washington Heights. Yeah. If you weren't feeling it already. Yeah. If but you by that point, you should be. By that point, it'd be like, come on, catch up. <laughs> <laughs> should we wrap up in the Heights, Tim? I mean, I could talk about this film all day, but... I know it's part of what we need to do is like wrap it up and give it a nice little bow and a rating, but I could talk about this uh, all day as well. There are almost no words, Tim, strong enough to describe the joy and emotion I felt in this movie. In the Heights just explodes off the screen with energy and colour and fun. It's a real love letter to community and chasing your dreams and everyone can find joy in that, whether you're a fan of musicals or not. I defy everyone not to move along in your seats and as John Chu said, seek out culture and understand more about the world around you or simply see yourself represented on the screen, which is so beautiful. I'm going to give In the Heights four and a half popcorn kernels. Oh, Lee, that was so beautiful. In the Heights is the most joyous film you will see this year. It's big, bold and inspiring. This is what movie musicals should be like. With director John M. Chu capturing the kinetic energy and genius of Lin-Manuel Miranda's music through inventive and captivating visuals, we are treated to authentic and diverse voices we all need more of. I haven't been able to stop thinking about the power of this film. And Me I, too. Yeah, and I cannot wait to watch it again, that's for sure. I'm going to rate In the Heights four and a half popcorn kernels as well, Lee. Yay! <laughs> In the Heights is in Australian cinemas from June 24, and you can find Popcorn Podcast's full interviews with the cast and director over on our YouTube channel. Definitely check it out because, oh, what they have to say is amazing. It's beautiful. It really is beautiful. Well, that's it for another bonus episode of Popcorn Podcast. We covered In the Heights, as we said, in cinemas from June 24. Please do yourselves a favour and and go and see that film and take your family and friends with you. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. We have a website, popcornpodcast.com. Make sure you check it out. We've got all our episodes up there for you. If you'd like to get to know us a little better, there's an About Us section and we run ticket giveaways. So keep an eye on the website for more information. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.